one. Welcome to Craig Owala, the KO Koala Entertainment Halo Podcast. We today I'm joined with. So my name is Anthony Nicolosi, Bram Walla from KO Koala Entertainment. I am joined with the two hooligans. Introduce yourselves, gentlemen. Who's first? <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> just both looking at the camera. I am in, I, I am joined by one, the one and only Potato Man. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Potatoes and I play Halo. Yeah. <laughs> I got your Potatoes Halo, for those yeah. in the Kale Qual community who may have seen his name. Um, and who are you, Marcus? I am Marcus. <laughs> I'm uh, better known in the Koala, Koala, Koala community as the editor of the Wallace. Correct. And I like Halo. That is who <laughs> you are. Uh, and you like Halo Reach more than the other Halos. Reach so, is my favorite for sure. So if you want to, if you're listening and you want to immediately discredit him now, we have given you all the information you need to do so. Uh, this yeah, week, last week we talked about the controversy surrounding the armor coatings and the fact that Halo Infinite is going free to play and the ramifications of microtransactions and all that shit. This week, we are starting simple. At least the, the premise of the topic is simple. We'll see where it takes us. Are we still excited about Halo Infinite after everything we've seen? So, the fuck happened to Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus just like fell off or he'll come back. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll we'll keep rolling. Um lots of lots of controversy surrounding Halo Infinite already early on. Uh first and foremost, I don't know, should we keep going or should we wait for him? I think he's gone, gone. Because he left stream. There he is. Marcus. Oopsie. What are you doing? Marcus. <laughs> I have to cut this. <laughs> Marcus, yes. what the fuck are you? <laughs> he says he can't hear or something. Marcus, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you now. Why okay, are we? I'm ready. Are you sharing your stream with us? Oh, that's yes. what is going on. Is that I why you couldn't? This is going to be my face from now on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am going back to this. There we go. That's what the stream can see. So let's start from here. This week's topic uh, simple premise. Are we still excited for Halo Infinite? We'll see where this conversation takes us. Are we still excited for Halo Infinite after the controversy that's come out so far, right? Starting with the gameplay reveal. I think that's probably where we should start. And then the some of the information we've gotten since then. Armor Coatings was one of those things that we talked about last week. But in addition, there's the recent um, leaving of Chris Lee that has happened, uh, you know, so, anyway, all that kind of stuff. Let me ask you, potatoes. Are you still excited for Halo Infinite today? Yes, a hundred percent. 
there's a lot of things that uh, come to my mind that make Halo Infinite still interesting and shows that the 343 team really cares about the game. Like, for, for instance, the leaving of Chris Lee. Like, they saw that uh, from all the tweets that and stuff that went out that Chris Lee wasn't, like, what's the word, like, uh, I don't know. He just wasn't, like, super into making the game. He lost, like, all... I can't think of the word right now. He just, like, they saw that he wasn't too interested and he wasn't uh, trying hard to fix the game, so they had to bring in Joe Stanton and stuff. And uh, he he either, I don't know what happened, they, like, fired him or uh, he left by himself. Where'd you get that information from? I don't think that's necessarily Uh, accurate. I'm sure some fucking halo youtuber bullshitted it up but like i don't think there's actually any concrete information that chris lee didn't did or didn't want to continue on the project so from the no, actual- i'm not saying that he didn't want to it just he didn't have uh i don't really know what i forgot what the word was it's like an easy word i don't know why but um like he didn't have like a hundred percent focus like a hundred percent he's gonna make it the best he can. He just was kind of like there. But uh, is no, that a rumor? 100%. Because I don't think he. No, actually- they said they said uh, in one of their tweets. I think it was uh, not. Uh, it wasn't Unishek. It was someone else. Hmm. What's uh? Yeah, whatever. It's I not mean, that topic. it could. Somebody might have said something. As far as I know, nothing of the sort was said. And I don't want. It was a big name in. Uh, yeah, I don't want to like spread misinformation. I think like the. F- facts the the only facts we have is that chris lee is still a microsoft employee but he's not at 343 anymore um and it's unclear exactly there's there was the jason schreer bloomberg report that was that's uh was stating that um basically after the gameplay reveal after the campaign reveal his position sort of stopped existing a couple weeks later is what they the way they put it more or less so implying that maybe chris lee was asked to step aside you know because i mean well this is speculation but like maybe because of the way that the campaign um reveal was sort of received by the community i would say generally generally underwhelming at least is the way i would say it that because of that he was asked to step aside and joe came in and all that stuff but yeah that's well, from still anyways, technically from the point, speculation the point what i was saying is that since 343 brought in joe staten and the other guy um that it shows that 343 really cares about the game um like because they saw that all the negative feedback i guess from people which i didn't have any problems with the gameplay reveal or anything i just saw that three for three was listening to their fans up to a certain point and things like they can't give fans whatever they want but they still are trying to reach out to the fans and give them something of what they want uh which is pretty good considering they're a triple a studio and all that um and uh, I guess that just that makes me like super hyped for Halo Infinite still and all these other things like which Halo YouTubers were saying is that <clears throat> 343 <clears throat> is trying to make like a, what did they say? A new, 
Rick, I can't like, like a new reboot, a spiritual reboot of the yeah, game. Yeah, this, yep. yeah there uh, there's a couple of Haley tubers that are making fun of that, that they're not uh, they're fi- making a spiritual reboot. They're not coming up with anything new or anything. And I think it's completely opposite because they're doing the spiritual reboot to fix their mistakes in Halo 4 and Halo 5. And that's just making it super, I guess, like s- makes the game and 343 shows that they care about the game and they want to do it as best as they can, trying to <clears throat> not really copy Halo 1, but just like do Halo 1, but as like best as they can but different at the same time which makes i mean which is making me super hyped for the game to come out even though i don't know when it's release date i'm pretty sure like if we don't hear anything in december it's for sure uh 2021 holidays release that's just my guess and i i all you, i can say is you I'm think holiday 2021 if they don't say anything december or january that's my my guess okay um, Marcus, what do you think? Well, I'm Are you still excited. Uh, yeah, I am also very excited for uh, Halo Infinite. I remember watching the gameplay reveal, I was ready to play the game after that reveal. I mean, I understand all of the um visual shortcoming, graphical shortcomings, and everything that people saw, but I just saw you know, I saw Chief run, I saw Chief shoot, I saw you know the the battles and everything i was like damn i want to i want to get in like the watching watching the guns like it just like oh i could tell they would they would feel so good to shoot um i'm so stoked to see what what they do with the banished and everything it's going to be really cool um i kind of uh what uh potatoes was saying with how youtubers are kind of making fun of how they're you know, trying to make the spiritual reboot, trying to go back to the roots, I guess, and people making fun of that is um, sort of what I've been thinking and saying for a while is that um, the problem with the Halo fan base right now is that no matter what 343 does, like, it's going to be hated, you know, like the the fan base is, uh, not all the fan base, but there is a good chunk of the fan base that says, Oh, like if they if three for three does something new, like oh come on, we want to do we want some of the classics, we want something old. Like why do you have to be changing things up? But then if they do something you know old school, they're like oh you're not innovative enough, you're not uh, changing things up, like you're not taking these risks. And it's like in that sense, three for three can't win. Um, and it really uh, is disappointing to see that you know strong because. If you're, if you're going to make a, a YouTube channel about Halo, you're a pretty big Halo fan. And for you to, I guess, discredit what 343 is doing because they're, do, they're doing old school, which is contrary to what they've done to Halo 4 and 5, it's just complete bullshit why anybody would be mad about that. I'm sorry, but Halo Infinite is going to be a great game because they're going to combine the old and the new to make an amazing masterpiece of a game so i'm extremely excited what is the thing that has you most what are you most excited for like gameplay story uh the cosmetics well obviously i'm i'm excited about the cosmetics obviously i'm excited to um jump into halo infinite swat and uh you know 
pop some heads. But I'm so incredibly excited to see what Chief does in this campaign. Like, I want to see what Brohammer, what his role is in all this. I want to see, you know, the Banished. I want to see some Atriox action. Like, that's some of the biggest things I'm looking for is how the crazy things that they could do with this story because they have they've set themselves up pretty strong strongly using because like i can't remember who said it i think maybe the actor man said it but he um by three for three using the banished they have given themselves a lot of creative freedom you know in terms of enemies and weapons and vehicles and storyline and everything because this isn't the covenant this isn't the covenant that we've seen in halo 2 and halo 3 that are super and halo 1 that were super um like religious and like you knew who, who they were and what their goals were and everything this is the banished like the the uh the the part of like the faction of uh, in the halo lore um or in the halo uh, universe that the covenant couldn't stand a chance against you know and it's like it's so exciting to see how chief is going to deal with that so i am super super excited what they're going to do with this story so what about you potatoes what are you most excited about <clears throat> i am for sure super excited about the story after reading shadows of reach which i can't really say about because somebody in this marcus fuck dude chat <laughs> but uh well, if they made a game about it i'd be, I'd be on that shit right away we're just yeah. gonna spoil it for you once Mateusz finishes it we're just gonna talk about it yeah I'm okay with that okay well I'm for sure gonna bring up some stuff in this thing that I'm saying right now but uh it's, for sure the book doesn't have to you don't have to read the book to play Halo Infinite and get it but um I'm super excited because the banished freaking holy crap Eshram the uh keepers and all this stuff like all packing together trying to find this uh, i can't say it uh the the main goal is to bring atriox back which makes me have like super high hopes he's going to be in infinite which i'm really super excited for for chief and atriox battle uh even the chief and eshron battle will be super sick maybe we'll get some medicate bias we'll find out if chief is actually uh something to do with the isodidact i don't know there's just so much stuff that could happen in halo infinite that i'm super hyped for and that's like super main thing and then i just re recently watched the gameplay trailer for halo infinite and i was at the beginning when i watched it i saw the pistol i was like oh shit i hope that's not the main pistol and then i rewatched the pistol i was like holy crap that pistol looks freaking awesome <laughs> like i don't know if it's just because i'm like in a huge like hate the dryness that 343 has produced the sidearm uh, from infinite yeah the pistol hmm. okay yeah <laughs> i mean because like i don't know it's just because i haven't seen too much things coming out content wise from 343 showing things about the game besides the uh coatings or whatever but i saw that pistol shooting and like the recoil and all these other things with the pistol the reticle and everything it just was like that looks freaking awesome and like when i first watched it i was like eh, i hope that's not your main pistol it's like fifth sixth time i watched it i was like that shit looks awesome so i'm that excited about campaign and campaign and multiplayer 
So and uh and like game gameplay in the campaign, like just you what you're doing in the open world, it just all is like super hypes. I think created I mean three for three is super smart for doing an open world. I, I know I said before that I think it's a stupid idea, but now my uh thoughts are changing and I just am super hyped for the game. I don't think there's anything they could do. They can make cause like uh, armor coatings thirty dollars each the game a hundred bucks there's no way i want to buy that so yeah i agree that the 343 did a really good job um with making infinite open world because what they essentially did from the second i saw the discover hope trailer like what happened to chief and like bro hammer and all these things 343 essentially like took the smoldering wreckage of halo 5's story and just swept it away and gave themselves a clean slate. They gave themselves the banished. They gave themselves this open world experience. And like, they have so much opportunity to do like just super fucking badass things. And I'm just, I'm so yeah. excited to see what they can do. Like they have a completely, cl- they made themselves a completely clean slate. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I think like dumb, you haven't can't just, just you haven't read the book, but like there you could tell that they're trying not to drop off the story of Halo 5 because like you can't just make Cortana this like evil overlord of all the freaking computer technology and stuff around the world uh, around the universe like this UNSC is scared of her. So like they're still trying to fight Cortana, but then they bring in the banished, which makes it so much cooler. And that's like the banisher, like I think is a way cooler enemy than Cortana could ever be because like kind of I didn't like the Prometheans, I didn't like the uh, that that kind of thing. I just think that adding brutes in, even though I don't like brutes, I like killing them more, uh, killing them more than I like killing elites because they're not as cool and they're just annoying. So <laughs> yeah, all right. I, let me answer. Let let me answer first before I move on to asking you something about what you actually said regarding three four three releasing content around infinite and everything, uh, potatoes. But am I still excited for infinite? Fuck yeah, I am. You know, also why? At least me personally, I feel for like the content creators, the primary Halo content creators right now. I feel for like the pro players or those like aspiring esports players right now who are waiting for the new thing, and the new thing, quite frankly, is directly affecting their livelihoods in some case. Like, I get it, I feel for them, but for me personally, I uh, I have so much other stuff going on in my life. That if this thing doesn't come out until 2024, I don't give two fucks. And in fact, I hope it comes out in 2024 if that's what it takes for it to blow my ass off. Cool. You know, to be that cool, right? I do not care that they delay it. I hope they delay it to the holidays because I feel like based off of what was shown, that the gameplay, there were some elements of the gameplay that was shown in June, that my gosh did not look anywhere close to done. Like, specifically the texture pop-ins and, like, the textures themselves that were being used, and the lighting was fucking awful in some spots. I can't believe they released that... um, Let me find it real quick. That screenshot to, like, in their official press release 
Let me find it. The one where like the brute is looking to the side. If you know what I'm talking about, it's like they're all yeah. Craig. No, not not, uh, not yeah. Craig. <laughs> oh, Craig uh, is funny. Boy, like, Craig he's like here. completely. Dude, I, th- I think I think they put Craig in the lore. I, I heard someone say something about that. I don't, I don't know if it's true, but I think they did. <laughs> No, I agree. Like, why would they release that picture? Like, that picture. This one. Like, our, our Chip, or Skyler is a, uh, isn't a Halo fan, and he thought it was from, like, what, Halo 3? And it's Look like, this. damn, that's not looking good. What the fuck? Yeah. This looks like, <laughs> like PlayStation that. 2, man. Like, right here. Very the grunt in the, the grunt in the darkness and everything. Digital Foundry did a good video breaking down on exactly what's going on here and um, blah, blah, blah. Ray tracing should theoretically help situations like that. But that looks so bad. So bad. Like, the, here's the thing. In my opinion, historically, 343 has had vision problems, if you will, like what their vision for the franchise is, what their goals for the franchise are, and how that lines up with what the community is looking for. One, they what they have not had are technical issues. Like 343, uh, Halo 4, regardless of what anyone thinks, looked fucking amazing for a 360 game. Uh, it still looks good. It still blows out. It blows Halo Infinite out of the water from a graphics perspective. Um, Halo 5, running at 60 frames per second um, and maintaining it fluidly in the campaign, had some beautiful parts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Impressive technical feats all around. So, like, that part of 343, in my opinion, has always been top-notch, the technical aspect. But that's the problem. (laughs) So, like, what looks the vision right now for halo infinite actually looks good or at least like you guys are saying i'm super excited for the way the story is pitched the fact that it's a fucking mystery like holy shit what happened especially like mateus just saying in light of shadows of region stuff he doesn't even know yet because he didn't even finish it um in light of some of the things that are in Shadows of Reach stuff it even adds to them you're like what is going on in infinite for things to be at where they are they're at um it's uh they they've said like the spiritual reboot aspect of it similar to halo one you wake up in a universe that's has a war going on blah 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 and you don't really know the full details um that's awesome and another thing that bungie uh, was a core tenet of bungie's development of master chief as a character was that the player and master chief should at any given time know the exact same amount if that makes sense. So as you progress through the original trilogy, as Chief found out about his stuff, so did you, right? And that's going to happen again with Infinite. Chief is like literally doesn't know what has transpired just as much as you do when that starts. You see, We saw that cutscene at E3, whatever, 2019. That's cool. That's that's awesome. I'm very excited about that, that angle that they're taking on the story. Um, the banished I'm super excited about because they're, I don't know, they're just more savage, right? Like they're just yeah, they're more, like the most badass enemy. They don't give a fight. fuck about like oh, 
you know, zealous religious pursuits of like, we have to do the yeah. great journey. They're just like, I'm here to fucking kill you. You know, like, I mean, like bring Atriox back and kick some ass. That's like all that's going through their mind. Yep. I like, I like that element. The stuff that could happen on Zeta Halo is crazy. I'm also, I personally, when they, um, when there was, when some information started to come out that indicated that maybe Halo Infinite was going like a Destiny style direction, I am personally totally on board on the, with that. If you told me that I could fly around some worlds or forerunner constructs inside of the Halo universe, run quests and stuff, obtain cool shit, I'm down. Like I, I would be super down for, with that for Halo Infinite. I hope it doesn't have some of the bullshit grindy aspects that Destiny has. Like I don't necessarily hope it's an exact copy, but the idea. I'm just thinking, right? Like. What if you had a DLC pack where you're fucking go into the arc to fight with Red Team on the Spirit of Fire? You know, what if you have a DLC where a fucking flood ship crashes on some ring? You know, what if you have a DLC where you need to run some Oni mission and then you end up finding like the Forerunner capital city? And so, like, there's so much cool shit you could do lore wise with that kind of Destiny style approach. In my opinion, you'd go to cool places. You could have cool lore add-ons. Um, I'm really excited about that part. But the uh, the the anyway, I'm really excited about that part. The multiplayer remains to be seen. Like based off of the little bit of shooting that happened in the campaign gameplay, I'm thinking, ooh, looks fun to shoot. You know, you can you can. I don't know about you guys, but after playing a bunch of Halo 5, you can almost feel those guns like as they're shooting. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, I have totally. a pretty good idea of how that will actually feel to shoot, and it's exciting. Um, things remain just to be seen. I hope... I don't know. I, I say I hope they don't have a Battle Royale just because it means they spent a lot of time on that and not on something else. Maybe the Battle Royale would be like a good a, a version of it that I like. Uh, so, anyway, on the multiplayer front, I th I'm excited that all of these big uh esports guys are jumping in cloud nine sentinels and all these guys they're they're participating you know there's gonna be more envy uh space station gaming was even like um indicating that they might jump in nrg maybe getting in there so that's uh, anyway that's all epic it's all exciting and from my perspective delay it until it's at the point where next time i see it i'm like holy fuck that's epic. That's amazing. And I don't need it any sooner than that, personally. That's what I think. That's what I think. I think what you're saying about the esports teams, because, like, when Halo 5 was, like, in its prime esports, it just switched over to MLG from uh, whatever it's called, ESL. Uh, there was, like, only a couple. Like, Optic was in there, but they left. The only big ones in Halo, big uh, esports companies in Halo Infinite were Envy and cloud nine and like now you're saying that nrg might do it space station uh all these big huge esports companies didn't optic was in there well dude first of all cloud nine left they they're, oh, yeah, they're back cloud now but they yeah. they left envy left literally everyone left like yeah nobody was left and now they're all coming back so. yeah but then they're getting more huge esports companies which makes like them know something about Halo Infinite, you're thinking, and like if they want in, 
like you know that it's going to be an awesome multiplayer. Yeah, well, it's you know honestly, it has to be because it's free to play. Like from yeah. a business perspective, your experience has got to be good because if it's not good, all that happens is a player just doesn't play it and they just leave. They don't spend any money in your ecosystem for that business model to work. The game has got to be good. It's got to be able to retain players enough that they want to eventually spend money in that ecosystem. And it's not and for that to be a thing, esports is a big it's very important because like we've we've talked about it before, but um esports is a huge motivator for play, right? Like yeah. In any any almost any uh esport I ever watch, watching it makes me want to play that. Halo 5 was like super like that, right? Watching fucking Frosty uh you know taking somebody out while um Snakebite and Royal 2 are like um what's it called? Oh my gosh. Flanking. Flanking and cleaning people up and shit. Like you're like fuck, I want to jump into Halo 5 and I want to play some games. I want to get the crew together and roll. That is a very important thing in in free to play games. Just helps motivate people to play again. It, 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 when you purchase a game for $60, first of all, you already gave them $60. So they they made $60 from you already and they're set. Second of all though, psychologically humans have the tendency of like, I've spent money on this thing. Like I'm going to at least try it a little more or whatever, because I spent money. Like I've, I put money into this thing. I need to get something out of it. Kind of, yeah. you don't need to do that. If it's free, you're just like oh, fucking uninstalling, especially on top of that, especially on top of that. It's like, if you, if it takes up some space, it's like, I don't know. I'm an uninstalling. So I don't want to <laughs> yeah. How many what times have I fucking uninstalled and reinstalled? Fortnite or Apex Apex when you guys come over and you're like trying to play it and I just uninstall it because it's free. I like I don't that's going to be the reality. It has to be good. It has to be good for you to then with the next time you go over to that person's house want to re-download it like you do for Apex, like you did yeah. used to for Fortnite. Cuz like people are like, "Oh, I have my main game Sea of Thieves, Halo 5, uh whatever another big one, Call of Duty and they're all like oh huge gosh. Yeah, no, Minecraft's not huge. Uh, like huge, like oh, yeah, gigabytes true. wise. Mm-hmm. Like they take up your whole ex uh, yep. space and your thing. And you're like, I don't want to delete these games because I actually play them. And if I'm gonna have Halo Infinite sitting here and I don't play it, what's the point of keeping it on here? So like that's 100. percent If anything, I think the fact that it's free to play makes me that it's free to play and that all of these esports big esports organizations are jumping in those two things give me confidence yeah, that the multiplayer it, yeah. will be good well it shows that 3 for 3 is confident that the multiplayer is going to be good yeah I, I get i'm sorry say it marcus what do you guys expect from this multiplayer that's going that like will make it good cuz i remember when halo 5's multiplayer first came out a lot of people were very mad because there was like nothing like no that, modes. that it offered it was like, yeah, there was almost no modes. What do you guys well, expect like, like, in terms of modes, in terms of maybe like mechanics? Like, uh, is there going to be a boost? Um, are they going to let Spartan abilities? Um, all that stuff. What do you guys expect for there to be a great Halo Infinite multiplayer? I think that there's not going to be any Spartan charge or ground pound. I'm pretty sure that was universally hated by literally everyone. Yeah, I don't think nope. so either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, if they put that in, I'm gonna be like, okay, have it in here. 
I'm not going to use it or play like ranked modes where it's not in the game. So like, I think that would be stupid if they added that in. But I think they're for sure going to have a lot of game modes at the beginning because I saw their mistakes from Halo 5. Um, there might be some cool new game modes. They might have Oddball in from the beginning. Uh, like, they added Oddball. They took out Griffball from Halo 5, which I don't know because the Griffball community is really big in Halo. Uh, I think they'll have that in for sure, though. Uh, Infection, all these other games. Um and plus, like, with the ability to grapple and grapple, like, these bombs you throw at people in casual mode, that could be pretty fun, in my opinion. I could make some amazing custom games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see what the multiplayer plays like. To first to answer your question in regards to mechanics, I mean, what we saw in the... in the actual gameplay reveal indicates that there's no thrust, which is an interesting one because I actually thought thrust was one of the best ones and the ones yeah, that people sure. felt uh, like added. I, I Anyway, it, it definitely had impacts impact on the sandbox design, but I thought it was something that added to the Halo formula because you could like joust people in midair, right? You could like jump, dash, and I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little surprised really that's see- gone. What'd you say? You really see big old chief throughout, like, he's a big boy in Halo Infinite. Do you see him thrusting? I mean, but, like, technically from a lore perspective, he was just as big of a boy. Although, I I think Hidden Xperia said somewhere in, I don't know if it was in Shadows of Reach or something, kind of confirmed that the iteration of, I think it's Mark 7 Gen 3 armor that they have now might not have boost. Like, uh, thrust. Like, there was something but in it that said it. You also it. have to think because, like, will thrust work with Chief? Like, the answer is, like, completely yes, because Chief can, like, run, like, a million miles per hour. No offense to or anything. So, like, thrust would totally work. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, if, technically, from a physics standpoint, the way the grapple hook works in the game is doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah. this big-ass <laughs> dude... Who like that's two thousand pounds, right? Something yeah, like and that. he like get, pulls himself towards an enemy. That is not how that yeah. works. Like, <laughs> so it, the lore informs the gameplay, right? To some like the gameplay decisions are made, and then the lore sort of excuses it and everything. But uh, anyway, like that's 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 here there. I think the if you look back at Halo Five, what what were some of the things that heard it at launch you guys said some of the uh, the things already the fact that it had a very small amount of playlists and it was like i would say t- competitive focused you know at launch that's yeah. I, I think you need to have like the playlist that basically halo 5 has now like the casual offerings and the competitive rankings at custom launch. games but yeah maybe you can have like a few things out yeah definitely custom games you got to have forge you got to have forge at the beginning because that incentivizes especially in P- on the pc side of things the community to start building out maps for custom games you got to have that shit at launch it's just that's when the hype's going to be the highest you got to let the pc community go at it like they're going to jump in and be like oh shit look this forge is crazy i i I've got to imagine the Forge is going to be like Halo 5, but even better somehow. So, like, what if you can, like, spawn AI and shit? So, you give that to the PC community right at launch. They're going to start building out crazy shit. You have the custom browser and all that stuff. You need that shit 
at launch. So that's one thing. But the other thing is that Halo 5 generally, from a gameplay perspective, and this could be maybe one of the reasons they like nixed Thrust and maybe some of the other things, was it had a really high skill floor, in my opinion. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. For you to like be a noob. I mean, we talk to people in our Discord server who like jump into Halo 5 or... And, and like are like totally they're not bad video game players they're fucking like champ three in rocket league but they jump into halo 5 they played other shooters and they just get their ass kicked in halo 5 because you, there's a significant amount of stuff to learn if you're not already a halo player one and then two with all the mechanics and the chaining of mechanics and shit it just raises the skill floor even more the way the sandbox was designed like that's another thing but that played into that but just to say, I th- I think that's the main thing from a to hit widespread success. They've got to figure out a way to bring that skill floor down, um, and hopefully, hopefully, not drag the skill ceiling down in the process. I think the movement mechanics and everything like that. I don't know if you guys watch Shyway. Do you guys know who Shyway is? The, I've uh, heard the name. No. So he he's been posting recently on Twitter. I recommend anybody who's listening to this go check them out if you uh, like um, Halo content, especially competitive competitive focus content. He's been doing like these videos of him like chaining mechanics and like thrust sliding all over like fucking truth and stuff, and it's it's really cool. But it and it and it definitely adds to the skill ceiling. But it's just another thing. Like it just kind of goes to show how overwhelmed a player can be with all the things you could do. So I don't know. I I I I am not I hope I hope they can figure out a way to do that, bring down the skill floor while not nuking the high skill ceiling that I think they kind of had arrived to with Halo 5 in lots of ways. So I don't know. That that's what I think. Those are the two main things have everything at launch and figure out a way to bring that skill floor down. Um, All right. So I think what Halo infinite needs to get rid of a hundred percent that Halo five had was freaking incineration cannons and hydro launchers. <laughs> I would never want to see those guns in my life again. I hated why them. incineration cannons. Like what's Dude, how much you literally why do walk they... around the corner? Someone's crouching in the corner, holding that shit and they look at you, the blast is so big, you can't dodge it. And if you see them, the, it's so fast, you can't dodge it either. So there's nothing you can do about it if someone's crouching in the corner with a thing. But how is nothing. that different from like a rocket launcher in that Dude, scenario? Rocket, rocket launchers aren't as fast. And the like the bullet isn't like five, like 40 feet long, so you can't get out of the way of it. And they're not as fast. <laughs> I can see them taking out the Hydro Launcher because they do that a lot of times in Halo games. Like, they introduce a, a gun, like the Focus Yeah, like a brute shot. It just never comes back again. Yeah, exactly. What about the fucking uh, Sticky Detonator? Oh, that was a good Yeah, game. exactly. Like, that was a, that was a great game. But anyways, um, but Incineration Cannon has had two games so far, so I have a feeling it's going to come back. So what would you think they should do with the Incineration Cannon that wouldn't make it as bullshit? Actually, I wonder, right? I wonder if the yeah. Promethean weapons will come back, considering we've seen no Promethean, That's no evidence true. that the Prometheans are in. And actually, what I think if, that could be cool. What if the Banished have Promethean weapons? Dude, I, it, yeah, what, they could. They could. But, like, but you have to think, because like, 
the whole shadows of reach are scared to have a battle with the banished and keepers on reach because they're going to alert cortana and cortana basically has a whole army of prometheans and so if they have a battle on zeta halo with uh the banish and it's a giant battle the cortana for sure will know about that and somehow she'll get there spawn the freaking guardians and there will be uh incineration cannons that's my guess i that would be pretty cool to see how that. would you how would you have the incineration cannons work in halo infinite then just not have them in there at all <laughs> <laughs> what if they're like we're going to put them in there honestly like, they could have you to make it more balanced halo 4 incineration cannons were like so they were so overpowered like even more than halo 5 but if they because they were slow enough so you could see it coming but they once they hit had a big blast around it which would like incinerate you like 30 feet away which I think they don't do the bounce after the shot, and it's just a normal, like, rocket, uh, whatever thing kind of energy it uses. Just a little little of that and make it less powerful, in my opinion. Okay. So uh, I think maybe the last thing to talk about is uh, how do you guys feel about the way content's been coming out since the gameplay reveal? Or how it's not been <laughs> coming out. Um, and how is it affecting how hyped you are and whatever. You you made mention of like they don't they don't release anything and so you're just getting more excited about the pistol. <laughs> yeah, that that kinda is it. But <laughs> I mean I think cause like so all of Halo four uh release, some of Halo five I was still like, like I was into Halo, but not like super into it like I am now. So like I didn't care about what they were releasing or anything. I just waited for the game to come out and played it, and that was basically the same with Halo Five. I just watched. I like watch. I read, listened to all of Hunt the Truth, watched all the trailers and stuff, and um, watched Nightfall. Uh, but like that was pretty cool. Uh, but like I'm used to not getting anything before a Halo game because that's how I was basically the not really Halo Five, but for sure Halo Four and Halo Reach. That's the time like I could actually think of like playing games and stuff. That was, but um, I I'm used to it. I'm sad that they're not producing more because I'm into it more. But now I I can just I'm just focusing on getting Champ and Rocket League and Onyx and Halo Five. I don't really care about the content so i mean they're they're coming out with because i'm just ready for a big big surprise on release date that's okay i'm kind of wanting them to be put to come out with stuff um i kind of understand why they might not be doing that right now because um like what if the the graphics and everything of everything they put out is just going to be dog shit and so like it would every single con- piece of content they reveal would end up, you know, crashing and burning and it would just be a, an insanely stupid strategy for them. Um, so I kind of understand why, but I really think if they want people to be like, okay, infinite is coming. Halo is going to make a return. Everybody's going to love it. 
it's going to become mainstream because, like you guys said last time, Halo's again, Halo is, has become somewhat niche. Um, for them to escape that uh, reality, they need to be, you know, putting out a lot of stuff before Infinite in order to be like, okay, it's coming, it's coming, and then bang, Halo Infinite is a masterpiece. Like so. I, my my, how I thought they were going to handle marketing going into Halo Infinite. Um, was they were just going to say nothing until they showed the game. And then after they showed the game, they were just going to go ham until release. I bet you that that is largely what was going to happen and what would have happened. Imagine, like, think about this. After they did the game, the campaign gameplay, what other kinds of announcements would they have had? The multiplayer one and all the fucking shit about the multiplayer. There's got to be tons of shit they need to tell us about the multiplayer. Even if it was basically just Halo 5, that's still a ton of stuff they need to cover. That's on top of uh, that. For sure, they're going to have new stuff, all the new guns, the fucking different modes, the different maps. There's shit tons of content. I think what would have happened is you would have had just three months of Halo Overload, and then it would have released, right? So I'm guessing they are just going to, again, shush up until they hit that three-month window, and then they'll go ham until release. And quite frankly, I know Halo people will hate that. Like, if all you really care about from in a gaming sphere, which I, I think we know a lot of people in the Halo community kind of feel like that, like the main thing they care about... Uh, and almost maybe the only thing they care about in the gaming space is Halo. Um, they would hate that approach. But for the average person, average gamer, there's so many games going on all the time, blah, 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 that I actually think that's not a bad strategy. I think trying to just win over mindshare and meet up to launch, just like overwhelm people where they're just, everyone's just thinking about Halo, interested in Halo, excited about it, like, just maintain that huge ball of hype and launch the game. That's what I think. Oh, uh, what was I going to say? That's what I think they're going to do, and I'm fine with it. I don't, like I said. Oh, no. Yeah. What you're saying about the three months before the game comes out, they're coming out with a shit ton of content. That's why I'm suspecting that if they don't come, any, come out with anything, like any news during December or January, then it's for sure not a spring release because they're going to be pumping out shit from January on to May or April. Agreed. And that's when their time. That's why I'm thinking it's going to be holiday 2020, uh, holiday 2021. Oh, if, uh, that's what I wanted to say. Show. That's what I wanted to say. You just said that. I agree with what you just said. First of all, uh, sketch said they're going to have a high level update in December. That's all he said. So we oh, will yeah, be yeah, hearing some that. amount of news about Halo Infinite. My guess is that they're going to say nothing meaningful, really. Maybe release a screenshot or something. But um, I also agree that if it was going to be coming out at least early spring, I guess it could theoretically still be coming out in May, and you just like start releasing all kinds of stuff in February. I, I, I think we would have seen stuff already if that were the case. Here is an interview that Phil Spencer just did recently that, in my opinion, is the strongest proof that Halo Infinite might not be coming until next holiday. Let me read what he says. Um, talking to GameStop, 
no Shaq news said he says I wanted Halo Infinite at launch there's no doubt about that and we thought there would have been a special seminal moment because the last time we shipped a Halo and a console at the same time was the original Xbox when Bonnie Ross head of a Halo you know of 343 and I were talking about it there was something heartfelt about those two things coming together but the safety and health of the team has to be first and foremost and then the quality of the game those things have to win over anything else right he continues he says uh, da, 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 da. I am an idiot, he said. Spencer pointed out that having Halo Infinite at launch title did not have much of an impact on sales of the Series S and X. You know why? Because getting enough supply to meet the demand is not happening. So, like, if, if Halo Infinite would have been the fucking banger of bangers... You can literally not sell more Xbox consoles than you can make. So they are already hitting their inventory capacity. So it doesn't matter that Halo is not there. From a Series S and X sales perspective, it does not matter that Halo is not there, is what he's saying. Because we're already selling as many as we can. So it doesn't matter. Um, He continues... And he says, sales are going to be dictated by supply this holiday, like I'm saying. And I know there will be press that want to write Xbox launch lineup versus PS5 launch lineup. But if they're both sold out completely, I'm not sure the launch lineup had much impact on anything maybe other than some review score, he said. It's not going to dictate what or how many consoles we sell. The number one thing that's going to dictate how many consoles we sell is not the competition and it's not Halo or a launch lineup. It's going to be how many units we can build. So he continues, he says, I think the possibility of Halo Infinite launching beside Xbox was more of a brand and heartfelt moment for us than it was critical to the launch. In fact, you could argue that holiday 2021 from a lineup is probably more important because from a competitive standpoint, both consoles, knock on wood, will have supply. So there will be demand constraint there will be a demand constraint rather than a supply constraint in the next year. So he's basically, in my opinion, kind of implying that really it would be nice to have a killer Halo Infinite next year, not this year. What if they did this on purpose? What if they were like, oh, Series X and Series S are absolutely going to sell out. There's no need to release Halo Infinite uh, along with the consoles because it won't make an impact. So they're like, once the sales start to die down, we drop Hill Infinite and spike them back up again. Well, what if they knew this all along? Well, I I think that when COVID <laughs> did, started, when COVID started and the Chinese supply chain issues started happening, I don't know about you guys, but like, dude, fucking like all if COVID hadn't happened. I guarantee you, you wouldn't have some of the things like, uh, like there's no controllers fucking anywhere for like the last five months. You can't find a fucking Xbox controller anywhere because they, they release like two new ones at a store every like month or whatever. Those kinds of things are reminiscent of the fact that Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, they know their supply. They just, they're not being able to pump out, out as many as usual through their, you know, factories over in China. Um, so they're focusing that whatever amount of 
inventory they can churn out, they want to focus on that being the new consoles that are are going to be hitting this summer so that they can, you know, meet demand to some extent. So my guess is that when COVID, start, COVID started, you know, these guys are all smart as shit with a fuck ton of data and insight that we will never have. Um, they saw all of these kinds of trends and yeah, maybe they did think ahead like, hey, Halo, I'm, they got to see the builds, right? They got to be looking at the builds. They're decades of experience. They knew, I'm, I guarantee you, they knew all of these issues before they show, showed them. And they are, they're thinking to themselves like, okay, what's the game plan, blah, 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 weighing all these things. And yeah, maybe it's like, hey, Halo needs more time. We are not going to be, be able to meet supply this holiday anyway. Let's just delay it. I think the fact that they don't say spring or something like that, and they never said that, indicates that, yes, they were forward-thinking. That you have Joe Staten coming in, Pierre Hines on the multiplayer. That's actually interesting. I'm surprised that they brought in Pierre to lead multiplayer instead of one of the existing multiplayer directors for Halo Infinite, like Tom French or Quindel Hoyo. It is, it's, I, I would have expected maybe one of those kinds of people to be promoted than moving the MCC guy over. I'm not mad. MCC is fucking awesome, and they did a, they're did they doing a great job on MCC. I'm just surprised, and I don't know if that means that there's trouble on the multiplayer side of things, maybe. Do we not know that Tom French left? You know, I'm not sure, and like he, we're going to find out soon. People who reported on the Chris Lee thing said that other changes at 343 were likely, so... Maybe that's maybe there's something there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Holiday 2021. Those Phil Spencer comments really make me think that's a thing. That'd be that'd be really cool. I'd be I'd be happy with Holiday 2021. Just more time to make Halo Infinite more awesome. You and I'm for cool with that. Marcus to finish reading Shadows of Reach. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're probably gonna need to give me more than a year. <laughs> All right, dudes. Very good. So next time, we'll see what we talk about. If you're listening in the audience, you can find this right now on YouTube. Uh, if we can maintain some consistency, I told the guys that maybe you will be able to listen to it on your favorite podcast directories as well, Spotify and whatever. So you let us know. Do you, um, do you like watching it on YouTube? Would you prefer it to be an audio format? like only audio format, let us know. Let us know what topics you want us to discuss. We've got some ideas too. And until next time, you can find uh, all the links to our social media on Um Instagram, Discord, the whole bunch. Thanks again for listening. Hasta la vista. Peace out. So long. Bye-bye. See ya.